Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Sex Actually podcast. Hello. It is Tasha and Dave. I'm Dave, that's Tasha. She's still on her phone, so that's why she didn't respond to the cue to say, hey, what's up? I'm just, I'm doing a lot of things right now. This is our first episode recording from the tip of South America. We're in Colombia, folks. We are in the country of Colombia. Um, I'll say where, I'll, I'll say what city we're in even, Cartagena. Yeah, looking out at this crystal blue water right now. I was so excited to go south of the equator. I was rudely informed that we are still north of the equator. Yes, so we are in fact north of the equator. Just by was, a little bit. We're close. We're, clo- we're close enough. We're close enough to the equator to... We might um, get a good tan. I'm going to burn like a lobster. Yeah, you are. And you were insisting that you go get some like tanning oil with only four SPF. SPF four, no. like a bala. You need at least 50. I want to go out of this world the way I came in, crying with red skin. That's what. Gross. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Yeah, that's. Uh, for those new that might have stumbled upon our podcast, this is a dating and relationship podcast called Sex Actually. Sometimes we don't talk about dating and relationships. Get over it. I'm a comedian named Dave Neal from Rhode Island. Tasha, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Tasha Courtney. Uh, you know me on the internet as Tasha Courtney or Tasha TV. You might have Googled her thirsty butt photos, or maybe you found her on this podcast. Who knows what what drove you here, but we're all here now. You're selling me short. Uh, selling you big, <laughs> juicy butt. Gross. No, you're way more than that, Tasha. Oh, but if thanks, anyone babe. can objectify you... Um, it's got to be your boyfriend. I feel like, uh, spoiler alert, we're dating. Um, again, most people are like 200 hours into this up in a podcast, and they're like, we get it. Move on. What's happening? Well, we're on our third city of a uh, just over a week-long trip. We started in Bogota, the capital of Colombia, and then we moved to Med- Med- Medellin. Did I pronounce that right? Yeah, Medellin. Medellin, a.k.a. home of Pablo Escobar yeah. in the... Um, uh, Narcos, if you've watched Netflix and well, all those things, Entourage. It, it's not just in Narcos, it's in real life, too. In real life, yes. Many people were killed and many families ruined because of this man. And um, many people but made a lot still, of money, too. In that neighborhood, do you remember when we were driving that neighborhood um, heading out of the city where he, like, I don't know, it used to be a bad neighborhood? I don't think he lived there, but it was, like, run by FARC, that neighborhood. And they, like, idolize Pablo Escobar still. Yeah, well, I feel like any, you know, it's like sort uh, of a national hero. North Korea or uh, oh, okay. you got the, uh, who's the guy that we killed recently? Gaddafi, right? People loved him, didn't they? Didn't people mm-hmm. love Gaddafi? Who knew? Who knew? And people loved, uh, anyway, people loved us, but uh, please don't assassinate us. We've done no wrong and we've made no money. <laughs> we, <laughs> we have no reason for you to assassinate us. This episode was so good. Let's kill him. Go for it. Uh, you know what? Kill me. No. Then I'll probably get some downloads. Wrong. I'll get some TMZ. Like, you heard it here first. Local podcaster murdered in cold blood, but his skin was so tan. <laughs> That's the way I want to go out, looking like a Miami uncle. <laughs> Just a hairy guy with a gold chain. I need hair on my chest first. I, it, for a 32-year-old, now that I'm... And by the way, happy birthday to Tasha Courtney. Oh, thank you. Uh, I, I won't say your age. I don't want to have to bleep it out, but uh, congratulations on the milestone. She's you. over 18 now <laughs> uh, for a bit, and uh, we got to celebrate it while in the capital city of Columbus. Who would have thought? Uh, we would have because we booked the trip. But uh, let's uh, let's give a quick. Uh, here's what I don't want to do. I don't want to um, 
I don't want to share vacation photos. No one, no one likes it when people share vacation photos. So I feel like vacation stories people won't like either. You know what I mean? I don't like, think that's necessarily true. Not the boring stuff, you know what I mean? But like we, uh, we the cool part is, so we fly into Bogota. And so then there I go, jumping right into vacation <laughs> stories. Well, I just want to preference it that it's not all about uh, our travels. But we had we had decided on this nice uh, trip to Colombia. We booked a... Um, we booked a travel package that basically like we got to pick out uh, where we were staying in each city, but we had, we, we didn't do too much research. Well, I feel like we, we did the best we could, but we were just, we have busy lives. So it was basically between the hours of 10 PM and midnight that I was like bugging you every night. Bugging is an understatement. (laughs) Threatening divorce, anything you could do to get me to lock down the heart. Yeah. The hardest part was locking down the days of the trip. And then, and then we had to lock down all the different places, this and that, but we actually chose randomly of uh, a hotel hotel called um, bio hotel in Bogota. So we're in the capital of Colombia. You're about 8,000 feet in the air, um, up to 10,000 feet, depending on, um, what part of town you're in, if you're on the hill or not. But uh, that's pretty high up. So you're immediately short of breath. We're immediately out of shape Americans. <laughs> For as, as good a shape as we thought we were in, we show up just winded after, uh, after a long flight. A great flight, Avianca. Yeah. By the way, they have the sexiest non-revealing uniforms you could have for flight attendants. Yeah, I love their capes. They, yeah. It's like Hogwarts, but flight attendants at Hogwarts. Yeah, they got these got sexy these hats. like red hats. And by the way, not one male flight attendant, right? I don't know about that. The, I feel like I've definitely seen gate agents that were men. I don't know about flight attendants. The women are wearing, yeah, they're wearing red capes on full red pantsuits. It's like a, it's like if Hillary Clinton like, was like the dictator of of like some red of of like Russia. <laughs> like, imagine Hillary Clinton in a red pantsuit with a cape with a red cape that that like favors one side. It's almost like no, they don't favor one side. I they're equally it, on both sides. Oh, it's, sort an, of oh, it's like, a equal there's, cape. There's a word for this style of cape thing, and they also have it on jackets. Sometimes this one is just a cape, but it's I think it's like it's like a rain flap. But it goes all the way around. I feel like Sherlock Holmes had a this had, is like a, if, uh, had a um, flap like that. that, that went all a, the but way that's around a military minch, thing when they just put it on coat. one shoulder. That's like a formal military thing they have. Anyway, they have really cute outfits. But it looks like yeah, it looks like a red Doctor Evil with a cape, with a Superman cape. Anyway, just Google it at this point. Avianca. So we fly them, and that we we never get to fly the two three twos, or is it three three three? I don't the, the rows. I think it was it's a big ass flight. Anyway, I, I didn't sleep well because I'm always stuck in the middle. Um, I, I, but I was also in the safest part of the plane. So if anyone wasn't going to um, have an issue, it was me. But we get in, we get to buy a hotel. Why do you say that's the safest? I don't know. Because I'm in the middle. Like if anyone, if, if people are going to fly out, if the rain, wings rip off or you know something happens i'm literally in the center but i feel like no matter what it's not safe if your wings rip off your plane true but uh we've got uh flight attendants with capes to fly (laughs) us home that's what they whenever their wings fall off they just use their capes uh i've still got the comedy folks didn't lose it over here in central america or so i guess technically it's south america but we're in we're north of the equator in south america yeah but central america is the little sliver of places like panama and uh what else is there? Costa Rica. I don't know. Well, so I want to... Uruguay. Boy, I want to like shit right on the second place we stayed, but I'm going to try to do this in chronological order, which is really funny because we're actually... Pod- uh, do you have the Snapchat glasses? 
Will you I run and go know. get? Will you run and go get them real quick? Really? Yeah, go get and, them real and quick. Then you're gonna be like, oh, you left me hanging. No, dead no, air. I, 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 there will be no dead air. Look, and I'm talking into two different headsets now, uh, two different microphones. Um, if if this audio, I, I know we had somebody. Wow, my. I'm on Tasha's microphone. Your microphone sounds way different than mine. And so just uh, maybe maybe give us a few. We have Snapchat glasses now that uh, we got from our buddy Benjamin Gooch. So um, Tasha can... Oh, there it goes. It goes on. So Tasha, from the click of a button, can activate her sunglasses to record video. So we'll, we'll start adding some of this video to the Sex Actually pod on Instagram page, and you can see what we're talking about. But we were so lucky that our third hotel, oh, spoiler alert, we'll, we'll do a Cartagena episode later, but now we're recording from our third leg of the trip um, in Cartagena, which is on the coast of the Caribbean. And a lot of people don't know. I know we're going to sound really dumb here, but I'm pretty sure Tasha didn't know that we were even heading to the Caribbean. Yeah, I thought we were on the Pacific side because I knew that Colombia was on like the east, I mean, the west like, side of South America. I knew that it was on like that we're, west We're actually, part. we're in the only place, we're in the only country in South America that has Pacific Ocean and Caribbean Ocean. You know what? That's probably not true when you get no, to the south, southern tip. Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah, but that's yeah, some, the, I, don't, I don't need a listener from Uruguay like to be Arctic like, Arctic well, Ocean though? I don't, that that's got to be some, some shit down there. That's we some, need a world map. You know, in this Americo right Vespucci's down there telling us we're wrong. We don't know shit. We're just some 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 bloggers, folks from the United States. And I'm going to sound pretty dumb and ignorant, but um, you know, we've traveled around. You've been all over Europe. You uh, modeled in South Korea. We've both. Done, who hasn't done Mexico? We just did Vancouver last year. Hey, Canada, what's happening? Congrats uh, on living a better life than us Americans. Americans. Um, I only say that because we're going down in flames, but that's fine because we're hey, here. Hey, the in Rock's Columbia. here to save us. Hey, yeah, the Rock, 2020. Anyone <laughs> want to vote for the Rock for president? Fuck yeah, the people's elbow. Seriously, uh, no, they're right when they say that. Like he's the only one who could show up, Putin, horseback riding with no shirt on. Do you think he would run as an independent? He currently is an independent. But and he's also been to the Republican convention and the Democrat convention, which is pretty bad. Well, I think um, we've proven that in this country, no third party candidate can ever get anywhere. So he would probably have to run as the Democrat. But you who think knows? So? I don't know, babe. I don't know. He's got the heartland because he's a wrestler. Well, we know that the Democrats loves. would try to undermine a popular candidate. So. Oh, don't get okay. So pop an Adderall, follow us along. Don't write us and be like you're all over the place. This is how the mind works. Can't we're help all it. over the place. We're gonna we're gonna go on a path and we're gonna walk off into the woods and we're gonna try to find that path again. I think that's an Emerson quote. Um, so anyway, we're here in Cartagena in the Caribbean and we are staying at an amazing hotel. We are in the. I'm not going to tell what hotel we're at. Babe. All right. So you think they're going to go to every fucking hotel? Why would you not say the hotel and say the room number? Because I was going to say the opposite. You should say the hotel and not the room number, you fucking We're at the Marriott. I'm not going to. No, see, I'm not saying what hotel we're actually at. Why? Because then they can't find us and I'll say it. Do you think anyone's trying to find us? But I'm literally posting about it on Snapchat. I already posted about it on Snapchat. Ah, fuck. Now you have to bleep ah, it out. All right, hold on. So at the 11th minute, I'll bleep out the hotel number. Jesus, Lord. Well, I'm I posting thought... about it on Instagram and Snapchat. Yeah, but I was, my whole shtick was. They're hooking was, us up. My whole shtick was that I wasn't going to say what hotel we're at. Why? Because then people can follow us. Fine. 
We're at the Intercontinental in and Cartagena. And you're going to bleep out the room and number, and you're going to make it a nice long bleep so we don't know how many syllables. We're on the second floor <laughs> with a small little view What's of the... What's wrong with you? you got to bleep out the whole bit about what floor we're on, too. That's I, creepy. I did it all at once. I'm going right. to bleep it all out. My whole, every episode I go, as long as I don't have to bleep anything out, we'll be fine. <laughs> and and sure then there enough, you go. I'm on floor 22. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, they left us. You're they, such a psycho. I am a psycho. Yeah, clearly I'm a psycho. Listen to the 200 episodes of me. Yeah, you're right. I'm probably a psycho. So, so I had Jonesy on last episode and he was like, yeah, this kind of just turned into me giving you relationship advice. And I'm like, well, what the fuck do you want me to do here? You know what I mean? I'm doing 225. Giving episodes. you relationship advice? What yeah. does that mean you were talking about? Well, Should I go listen to this episode? Go, please do. I was talking about how bullshit it is that you can just willy-nilly go to Miami for girls weekend. But if I even like fear get a beer with one of my buddies, you'd be like, you don't spend enough time with me. But I don't care. I wanted you to go to Miami. I just, the principle of it alone was that it was hypocritical. Agreed? Disagree? No, I disagree. You have this weird complex and you like... You put it on which one? Right. (laughs) Which one? No, you you project all of these things onto me. You project that like uh, that I'm waiting at home for you when you're out doing mics. I'm not waiting at home. I'm enjoying time alone. I'm watching Netflix. I'm eating snacks without getting judged. It's really nice. When you're not at home. So you like put all this like guilt on me. Yeah, but me. then whenever we fight, you're like, we, I have to eat dinner. By you're telling me you've never used the old I have to eat dinner alone line to me? The only time I ever get <laughs> mad about dinner is when you say you're going to be home at a specific time. Like you say, oh, I'm going to be home at 930 and I cook dinner for the both of us and I wait to eat because I want to have a nice dinner with the both of us and then you don't show up for another hour so and then it, the food is cold and I've been prepping for it to be ready at exactly the time that you said so, you were going to get so home. So you, I should just never say I'm going to be home and then you'll and then set the expectation No, you low. should honor your commitments. You should, if you say you're going to be somewhere at a specific time, you should be somewhere but it's never, at a specific time, barring some sort of emergency, which is it's understandable. It's never because I'm late hanging with friends. It's because I got fucked over at some stand-up show and I couldn't get on stage on time or some shit like that. Anyway. I'm just saying, you got to keep somebody informed. If I'm waiting to eat with you at like 10 o'clock at night, which is ridiculously late and not but not good hey, for your Columbia, body. that you can eat dinner that late. In Columbia, they don't eat dinner at all. Yeah, well. They just snack. That's because they're they afraid of getting kidnapped. Of so we had we had a lot of ignorant thoughts from friends and family before our trip to Columbia. We wanted to go somewhere. Greece was too far, too expensive, blah, blah, blah. Columbia was a quick flight. So if anyone's listening, by the way, that lives in like Miami, California, any any of those pla- you, you, I guess it doesn't make a difference if you're in Chicago. Like any of those travel main hub. travel hubs, you are such a quick flight to Columbia. It's ridiculous, and we are living like kings and queens out here. It's it's what what is it? Um, how much is it? Two hundred thousand? What's it rate? Jeez, I don't even know. It's like three hundred thousand Colombian pesos equals one dollar. Am I right? No, one hundred dollars. You weirdo. Okay, so three so three thousand pesos equals one dollar. Yeah. Okay, so you gotta spend like you, you know you take a little money out of the ATM and you feel like a rock star. You're just passing up these yeah, fifty thousand. Yeah, the exchange 000. rate is very favorable, and generally, I mean, I don't know about Cartagena yet since we haven't really walked around and bought stuff yet. But I feel like generally, it's this has been a very affordable. Everywhere vacation. you go, a beer is a dollar or two. That's how I like to look at it. When I was traveling in Europe, it was how much does a beer cost? You know, you go to... That's your marker. Well, you go to London and it's 10 bucks a beer. Then you go to Prague and it's literally like, here's a buck, keep the change. And then you drink all night and fuck all their women. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. (laughs) 
didn't fuck other women. Not happening in Colombia either. Not fucking a lot of women in Colombia. Uh, the sex has been, um, well, here's a problem is we eat a lot of food. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Every time I want to have sex, you're like, yeah, I got to take a Prila sex. <laughs> We all Prila, no sex is what it should be called. <laughs> Funniest part is day one. Actually, day one, we get into Bogota, and I had this feeling not like I wanted to shit my pants, but I had some, I ate something. Oh, and so we get to we, but we get to Bogota the morning after Cinco de Mayo. So we're still, yeah, we had we ate a lot of food and drank a lot of margarita the night before our flight, which was at 2 a.m. So, so we we were already been we had had pretty busy weeks. I feel like my body gets stressed when I don't have enough sleep. I feel like that's what I get. By stress, she means gas, flatulence. I know. Very bloated. You can literally see the fart in her abs. (laughs) You go, oh, it's traveling. It's moving out. Oh, boy. I'm going to go for a walk now. It's literally like when a bubble, you just see a bubble of rise to the surface. You can just I see it pass through I cannot be the it. only one who just gets Skinny a very bitches. puffy stomach when I don't have enough sleep. Well, I had a puffy stomach in the center aisle. Thank you very much. <laughs> so we get we get to Bogota. We just both feel miserable because you you know not sleeping much, even though it was a great flight. And then um, yeah, very And then you had to go sure. to um, some pharmacy to get. Uh, that was like two days later when I decided I was not just going to be okay because you made me eat that street corn and then we found out the very next day these other Americans were like oh no you are not supposed to eat she was born and Uh, raised in Bogota did we post a photo of it yeah we did I posted it on my snapchat oh boy that street corn it was that big ass Aztec corn shit it's like Four times the size. Each piece of corn looks like a stick, like a piece of gum, like one of those chiclet yeah, gums. Yeah, it's giant corn. And then she butters it, and I'm just, it just And like, it had so much salt on it. I think it was the salt that did me in, because I don't normally eat that much salt, and I feel like it tore up my stomach. And it did. And um, so you had, Tasha had to go get um, Prilosec from the pharmacy, but yeah. without speaking any Spanish whatsoever. <laughs> and so they give her like a little tub of it, and then we're, we're walking down the street and you, she sticks her finger in to fish out a tablet and it's liquid. <laughs> so she, we just look like foreigners. We had no idea what we were doing. That was just fish, probably just one of the most embarrassing out, things trying to tell him like, like this explain yogurt. heartburn. <laughs> yeah, she's explaining heartburn but like to in like sign a pretty language. good looking Colombian guy, like pharmacist. Yeah, and I was like, probably read as beat. Yeah. She's like, and stomach, not feeling well. Like, like he wants to see some beautiful woman explain diarrhea to him. With sign okay, language. let's not exaggerate here. One, I was not super farty. And two, I did not have Exaggerating diarrhea. Exaggerating is specifically what I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I explained you had diarrhea to this guy. Anyway, so the crazy part about this whole thing is that I'm struggling. I'm not struggling, but I've wondered like what's going to be. I've, I've personally feel a huge, and I'm sounding very earthy, but a huge energy shift um, with my own life, like I'm cutting my hair off. I've already, oh. I've already kind of, uh, kind of just said that's going to happen. So whatever, like. But what if you're like Samson? I don't know what from that means. the Bible, Samson and Delilah. You don't know that story? No. That's like probably the only Bible story I know besides Noah's Ark. Did he get a good haircut and gain he, Instagram followers? He cut his hair and then wasn't strong anymore. Well, I look like a strong lesbian right now, so I'm cutting my hair. No offense to lesbians, rate and review. We love our lesbian friends out there. Heather Turman's a guest all the time. She's a good lesbian friend. I have one lesbian friend, I can brag. <laughs> Got one lesbian. No gays, listen. We don't have any... I, I've, I, have a, I have a couple of gay friends that are in the pipeline to be on this episode, but uh, for, for on the podcast, but for some reason, we haven't locked them down yet. They're all out there frolicking too much. It's hard to lock down a gay. Um, anyway, so what was I talking about? Oh, so big energy shift. I feel like, I'm, I feel like a, a lot of new things 
things I want. I want to really. This is almost like my New Year, Dave New Year. I want to go back to LA and, and really. And I had to some pull things. your teeth to get you to book a vacation. Well, I've talked look, about it extensively. And look how good it feels to just kind of reset sometimes. Yeah, well, I'm following you around, taking all of your photos. There's no photos of me. I have taken so many photos of you, and what's annoying about you saying this right now is that every time I tell you, "Babe, go stand there. I want to take a photo," you're like, "I don't want to." Because my biggest pet peeve is taking photos in public and 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 say we're 10 feet apart i hate i hate so much when people stop to let you get the photo so i, you I get, just wave them through, no i get babe. so it's fucking angry i get so angry if i'm the subject of the photo and people start stopping waiting for me to get the shot the pressure that i feel <laughs> to get the shot is mind-blowing does yeah, anyone know what i'm talking is about is right this word. a thing so much pressure like go take the no, shot you i'm just, okay it's not go take the shot it's no 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 problem please walk through and you wave them through so we're and hanging they, out and they laugh and they and they go through we're literally hanging out at where the president lives in um in bogota and we're there's literally we're, we're in like a demilitarized zone where you have to like check your bags i guess it's a militarized zone not demilitarized you have it's just che- it's a security area it's a security they, area, they don't but want you it, to have any weapons it's to go from one the side palace. of the street to the other maybe 200 yards maybe 100 yards and they have security guards with their m16 rifles or whatever their big ak-47s i only know you rifles know. <laughs> from goldeneye the video game so whatever those whatever the big long one is that you'd fuck people up with the uh you know the school shooter rifles that Babe, everyone wants stop that's what they are that's what the school shooters like to you use you don't know that L- listen just keep write talking in. any just school keep... shooters sex actually podcast that's at gmail.com let us know what you're packing and we're going to report you first of all because you don't deserve so so we're we're in a zone where you're supposed to walk across and you decide to stop and take photos and you're like dave take a photo it's in front of a fucking cast iron gate like it's literally, I'm gonna... with the palace behind it the president's house so you're it's like taking the white it... house yeah. we're taking a photo of the white house yeah of columbia the white house of columbia that's with what it said it's weird that that's what it says on the thing cathedrals in yeah. the background, it was a really nice and photo. The, but the military sure are like 15 years old. These guys are these are like babies. Hold, they can barely keep their heads up. The heavy helmets. They're holding guns, and I'm tr- and you're trying to take a photo of me, but you're taking too long. People are stopping, and then the uh, one of the uh, armed bandits walks by the military guy, and you at and you just yell to him to get in a photo I with me. I didn't yell to him. I, so then one, I'm standing I don't next speak to Spanish, a kid. So like, using hand motions. I'm, using, I'm talking to a kid who's half my age who's just standing there like, I don't even know. And we're taking photos. I was the most You're embarrassing, the most embarrassing moment of my life. Anyway, so the whole energy shift in, in the uh, serendipitous events that are, were to occur, I wanted to explain. Um, it was, was, was this not one of the, the most uh, serendipitous things that have happened in a long time? The, the 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 chance that I got to reunite with my friend. Yeah, that was really okay, cool. Okay, so I didn't even know we 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 booked a trip to Colombia. We didn't talk about it much on social media. We didn't want you know whatever. And then um, I had a friend that I studied with ten years ago, Vincent. Um, we studied in Marseille, France together. I was one of the only Americans. He was from Quebec. Uh, cool guy. We had like a group of like eight or so of us, maybe fifteen at max. Um, 
that were all together, foreigners, Mexican guys, uh, Belgian, uh, there were some Russians, uh, uh, Canadians, were all, all packed together at this international school in the south of France. And anyway, he, he messaged me and he was like, dude, I live in Bogota. Let me know when you're in town. And I was like, oh, cool, man. And that was like a month ago or a couple weeks ago, whatever. And I wasn't going to reach out to him. It was day one we got into Bogota. Why? Just because it's the whole, like, we haven't seen each other in 10 years. He's a super nice guy. Well, it's like, ah, you know, I don't know. Or you just don't want to impose on somebody either. I hate imposing. I hate going to a town and people are like, oh, my aunt lives there. Stay with her. Fuck no. I'd spend all the money I have to not have to see people and feel like I got to stay on their couch and this and that. So he said we could stay with them. And I was like, no, I already got the, you know, I already got a hotel booked, which was true. I was like, I don't. So anyway... Bogota is a town of, what, 7 million people? It's a gigantic city. It's one of the highest capital cities in the world uh, in that it's, uh, you know... Elevation. Way over... You know, we have Denver, which is mile high, whatever. This is way a mile and a half high. This is way higher than... Isn't it, I think this is higher than Mexico City. Anyway... Is Denver a mile high? Yeah. That's so you why could they call be in mile the mile high. high club without having sex on a plane. Unless your girlfriend's bloated, in which case, <laughs> Prilosec and jerking off is all you can do. Uh, very hard to jerk off on vacation, by the way. It's hard to get... I have not jerked off on vacation. All right. Good for you. Would you have known if I did? I don't know. Yeah, well, your, your bathroom breaks aren't long enough for me to feel comfortably <laughs> jerk off. If I knew you were going to be in there for 12 minutes, maybe. But I am not trying to rush myself. I'm not trying You're to... disgusting. A little bit. Um, so I reach out to him. I say, hey, yeah, we're in town. And, um, and, and he goes, all right, let's meet up for a beer. And I was like, all right, let's do it. Turns out the random hotel we booked in a, in a city of 7 million people uh, was maybe 20 blocks away from him. Maybe, yeah, not even. Maybe I don't 15 think. blocks away from him. We were staying, um, what's the name of the town? I would part say of this, like part of the town? we were probably five blocks from Usaquin is what Usaquin. it was called. And I think we were about five blocks from their little like main restaurant hub area. And he was probably another five blocks down. So we're in Usaquin. Unbelievable. It's a very, um, I would say past up and coming, but very artsy cool restaurant. I would say markets. it's like the financial, it's like an upscale sort of suburban area um definitely like definitely a silver like a lake east village type no, of place i wouldn't call it that at all well i would call it upper east side they had street corn we got gas uh but, no, anyway, but that was like where all the restaurants are turns that out he lived park. he lived like five five or so blocks south of it we lived five or so blocks or we were staying five or so blocks north of it and of course when we get to columbia people you know family members oh, i can't believe you're going to columbia it's one of the most dangerous places in the world blah 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 and then they are in the states having to deal with you know north korea wanting to nuke us columbia is actually pretty safe um we also, you know, the, the the worst thing that happened was, I think, a drunk, you know, like a guy on drugs. Stop picking your knee. I'm trying to focus here. <laughs> she, she's, this is... Uh, I just have itch. They don't care. You're, don't okay, itch. go, go, okay, go. So, no, don't tell me to go because then it's going to ruin my flow. I don't feel pressure <laughs> to go. You already ruined your Vamos, flow. Vamos, mi amigo. Vamos. Uh, so... So we go, all right, you know what? Fine, we'll meet. Where do you want to meet? And I'm not saying that like I didn't want to meet with them. I was just nervous at the whole like, oh my gosh, how you been? We have, so, I mean, you don't just casually Catch see a friend. Catch up 10 years. That's been 10 yeah. years. And someone you've traveled literally the world with. I mean, I did my episode, if anyone remembers my episode talking about Christmas in Prague, Vincent was there. He was a, he was a huge part of, um, of that Your whole journey. Experience. Yeah, and that was only a five or six month time of my life but the how how is ingrained who i am i mean vincent was six years older five years older than me 
Etienne was like two or three years older. Puker was a little bit older. So these are like a couple. And you know me, like I'm always like uh, I'm a I love I love the, uh, the the older brothers in my life that I've had. You know, not really having too much stability in that area as growing up. You know what I mean? Like, so I, when I meet an older guy and I actually like him and he's not a douche, it's awesome. And these guys were amazing. So I was, I was nervous to see him and he was like, let's meet up at Bogota, uh, Bogota beer company. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That was literally the place we walked by. That I was like, Oh, that looks like an American can get away over there. So we go, we meet up with him. We have a ton of drinks. It's like I said, it's all basically free. I think we drank all night. We drank all night for four hours. We drank and had like a several different empanada sort of appetizers, and I think I think we each spent twenty dollars. Yeah, like like that, and that was at like the probably pricier Americanized place. Uh, anyway, it was just so good to catch up with him. What did you think? Yeah, it was really cool. He, he was a really obviously a really really smart guy. His girlfriend is so cute. Um, She's from Bogota, really- so we got to meet a local. Yeah. Which you never get to do on vacation. You never really get to meet the locals. It's always like the concierge and and whatever other like, you know, pale Midwestern tourists you meet. Yeah, uh, they were a lot of fun. And we ended up going out with them again the next night. They Two wanted to in take a row. me out for my birthday. Which so we was went really out cute. for Tasha's birthday. I went from not seeing a friend for 10 years to pretty much catching up like, hey, remember this thing we did over there? That thing? And we, we literally went straight back in time. I'm sure it was probably a little boring for you to hear like all of our stories about that. No, it was interesting. You know, who, you know, which r- roommate drama and this and that. But it was incredible. He works for the Canadian uh, em- Embassy? Yes. Works for, so it's, it's like, all right, here we are. We decided to travel to the capital city of Colombia. Next thing you know, we're hooking it up with the Canadian embassy. It was a, it was a ton of fun. So I don't know if that was interesting to anybody, but uh, it's amazing how shit can line up. So then we're talking at Bogota Beer Garden, right? We're having we're two two drinks in, and some guy go, walks up to me and goes, "Hey, are you Dave Neal?" And I'm immediately I'm immediately thinking I'm about to get it murdered. <laughs> like someone hired someone to murder because why would someone know? But he was a comedian that actually I guess we had met in in. Um, California and he lives here now in in Bogota and I had no idea so that was kind of cool that we got to just run into an American and and get some uh some you know input and 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 by the way just hilarious we ended up taking an Uber the next night and it's it's free it's all free you know you know go go to Colombia geez they should pay me to just sponsor their tourism but it's crazy because here we think Colombia is safe now because there's no drugs and then Vincent's like no they're producing more drugs than ever. They just don't have that huge kingpin like running shit. It's just a bunch of like mom and pop shop, like microbreweries well, of drugs. Well, and also they made a deal with the FARC and some of those other like paramilitary groups. They they had a peace vote. And this was a couple years ago. Uh, it's crazy that we don't, you know, uh, what do we know? But yeah, they, yeah. they, they so but there's They basically decided to stop blowing up public places. So that So they're, are they letting them just, do the drugs and not and not really prosecute them? Is that what it no, is? No, I don't think that's the case. I think that, um, well, obviously it's very complicated and we have no idea what we're talking about, so maybe we should just shut no, up. No, we're going to solve but... this issue today on the Sex Actually <laughs> Podcast. Without Google, good luck. In Colombia. I bet you they can hear us right now. They're like, oh, we got a couple Americanos, <laughs> some gringos trying to solve our drug issue. But you could tell when um, they were talking about it briefly, trying to just give us the the download that it, it is it is a hot button issue because I think there was there was so much crime and heartbreak for a really long time that I think the vote was almost exactly fifty percent, like. 
50.2 or something. Yeah. Um, in that favor voted of peace. in favor of peace, which gave, which gave these military groups power in the government. Correct. Um, I think they're on their way to a seat in the government. Yes, which is wild. But uh, yeah, but yeah, we, and, uh, so we 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 had we hired a driver yesterday uh, named. So anyway, so we meet. So Vincent, his girlfriend uh, Angela, uh, super sweet uh, lady from Bogota. She sets us up with a driver for when we fly uh, to uh, Medellin. So we went from Bogota to Medellin. You know, which is a forty-five minute flight. We show up there. They got the name on the paper. Like, hey, come over here. And we and he bar- speaks very little English. Un poco. He very speaks very little English. Juan Carlos. No, he spoke. No, he's well. He spoke great English, all things considered. But he, we also had to talk. I mean, to him. we can't even compete in Spanish. No, we just had to take it slow. And that's what I love great. is he had to tell you to slow down talking. And I was like, "Yeah, dude, I've been telling her that for four, four years now. Slow your yapper." And then whenever like you don't know what to say, you just speak faster and say more English. And he's like, "I don't understand." And you're like, "Yeah, but it's a thing when you go like over here and it's like up there." But like, Shut what up. I'm trying to explain, and you like talk yourself through it. And I'm like, "No, no, like we have to use like one year old words now." <laughs> and that's how it. And but it's it's. But it, he had amazing English, and Medellin definitely had uh, a lot of English speakers, and here too. They in Cartagena. Yeah, like I mean speak- enough for us to get by without. Bogota, I was. I mean, I felt really ignorant. When we first arrived in Bogota, well, we are. Yeah, obviously we are. Um, With smiles, ignorant—not <laughs> ignorant assholes, just aware of our ignorance, if that's even a term. Well, I knew that it was a Spanish-speaking country, but I guess you know I've been to Mexico. They pretty much everywhere I've been in Mexico, they speak English. I. I it was dumb of me to assume that we would be able to get by with our yeah, English there are here. Eight, there are eight Spanish countries away from us. You know what I mean, like. Mexico, there's a lot of commerce done with the U.S. and this and that. But, I mean, they're sandwiched between Brazil and, you know, they're Panama. And and the other, like, Central America places I've been saying. I felt like where we were was English. But I guess I've always just been in, like, resort towns. Um, But, yeah, we... Not that we had time or whatever to plan in advance and maybe brush we, up we on our Spanish. We could have brushed up, but I didn't even it the, it didn't even occur to me. But also, I didn't pack until the day we left. Like we I, live I had in a Los busy, Angeles, though we we could have brushed up on our Spanish. We literally but we didn't even think to do it. Didn't even think to. Um, so Which it was is fine. interesting trying to get around in Bogota, where there were not a lot of English speakers, and our Spanish is so beyond limited, like basic one-year-old Spanish. One-year-old Spanish. Hola, milk, <laughs> leche, por favor, boobies, milk and boobies. That's what my one-year-old Spanish was. Uh, milk and boobies. Uh, we, but, the episode well, milk we got and boobies. by. We got by. I was surprised that we didn't see too many um, Colombian chicks. I thought there'd be you more were hot chicks. a lot of um, boob well, jobs. Well, Darren, Darren told me that Colombia, my buddy Darren told me that Colombia was the uh, capital of plastic, plastic surgery, of which I'm sure it is. In general. The, the Koreans do like the facial plastic surgery. Yeah. So we, saw, we did see some tits, but not like you'd think like Brazil where you get the G-string out and everything. But we haven't been, today's our first day in the Caribbean. So uh, hang tight, folks. I'll let you know. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll uh, make sure to check out what the town has to offer. But yeah, it was very much more working class, like, like uh, I don't know, but I'm sure I felt Medellin... like everyone was dressed very upscale. Did you notice that in our neighborhood? I felt like all of the uh, restaurants, the women looked very nice, like blazers and jewelry, like everyone was Capes. dressed. It just, I told you, it reminded me of Upper East Side. That's what it reminded yeah. me of. Yeah. It was just very well-dressed and Not put together. Not like us. And sort You're of neighborhood like a little more. Shut up. 
I'm talking. Don't be rude. Just a stranger. All right, go. No, it's too late. You already interrupted me. I lost my train of thought. We're talking about how upscale the people dress here. Yeah. You can't get mad at me. It's too late in the episode for us to stop and restart. <laughs> you have to go. Come on, talk to me. So we go to Medellin. Juan Carlos it becomes our driver. Very nice guy. He like keeps on upselling us. He's like, all right, I got to take you on a tour tomorrow. We're like, oh, I don't know. And then we like agreed to do the like the less expensive tour. And like right as it starts, he's like, no, nah, let's do the other one. And next <laughs> thing you know, like we're just like, but even that was like, you know, the equivalent no, of a hundred bucks for the day to be taken like hours outside of the city. On like a really cool tour. And he did, he definitely gave us like the best treatment. He let us just kind of do whatever we so wanted. Shout out to Juan Carlos. Yeah, yeah we were sleeping was... on the way back, just like children. <laughs> he was our dad. He was driving us around. Uh, but yeah, we got to go out where um, Pablo Escobar pretty much ran his shit. That's where he ran his shit. And there were, and now, now, Guatape. Guatape. Now it's all like very upscale homes and, and it's beautiful, like rolling yeah, hills and looks like and wine country, even though I think it's um, like organic farming. Yeah. Th- so it's a lot of organic farming now. And it's, but back then people were afraid to live there because yeah, he was such a there. monster. Uh, unless, I guess, he gave you a lot of money. One of the, one of the uh, you either love him or hate him, I guess. But, uh, hey, and not like our president, right? I don't care what side you're on. Let's move on. So we, um, so yeah, so, um, what, what have you learned about me in our first international, like truly international vacation? Because um, we went to Canada before. This was your family, so it didn't really count. Didn't have to like translate anything to Canadian drivers. But like, what have you learned? Anything, uh, you going to survive this with me or what? I think we've managed so far. I just realized that like, no matter what, you're never going to be not messy. That's what I realized. Like as soon as we got into this room and less than a minute and a half into us getting in this room, you had shit literally everywhere. I like to fling my shit all off. How did you get just your crap? I didn't even know. Like, how did you unpack your bag and get out so much crap in under 90 seconds that literally every table surface was covered with your stuff? I turn it upside down and I just start kicking things out. I I always go to the mini bar. I look in the mini bar just in case so I know what's there. I That's typical like, uh, I want to call it, I don't want to say alpha male because I don't want to brag, but that's typical male thing like see where the food is okay we have food great put my stuff everywhere uh assert my dominance marketing your territory i mark yeah yeah, but i mark my territory and then you're like no we need to take photos yeah pick it up so i'd I'd I'd, I'd repack everything so tasha could take a couple photos with her new snapchat glasses and um anyway we're here we've survived They, they they gave us a six amazing um what would you call those little desserts they look like little chocolate torts um yeah this is like a little tart i guess with caramel we were so lucky to get our room upgraded um we just asked and i think that's a beautiful thing is to ask obviously we said we were going to be promoting their hotel but they upgraded us to the most amazing i've never stayed i mean i'll say i have stayed in nicer hotels but that's when i was on other people's dimes you know what i mean like when i was traveling uh, i got you know like the you know maybe, maybe not vegas wasn't as nice as this but a few a few places they uh took care of us but this this is beyond this is amazing and if, and the, to this think it's because gorgeous you people follow you on instagram and we're able to just say hey we're gonna promote uh some things i mean i cannot wait to use the bath i cannot wait to use that shower wand on my balls. 
<laughs> I'm literally looking at it like I want to shove this shower wand up my ass. Hey, Intercontinental <laughs> Hotel. Congratulations. You might want to sanitize that shower Replace wand. Replace that shower head on the uh, floor 12, You're please. disgusting. The whole floor, please replace it well so i'm a little messy but the thing i can't stand about you and i don't know i don't know oh you all you you asked me how i think your <laughs> behavior is traveling abroad and instantly you were just waiting to tell I've me what notes. you don't I, like about I me wrote notes about things that i wanted to just mention if you don't mind to embarrass um, me no i'm not you gonna embarrass you i just think things? it's ridiculous that you want to put everything in the fucking safe Okay, now we're stay- talking about this really nice hotel we're in tonight, but the place where we were in Medellin, oh my God. Yeah, it was barely a hostel. It, it was, was pretty bad. No bueno. And if we were going to get robbed, it was going to be in that place. And you're throwing a fit that I want to put things in the safe. Well, the, the best part about the second hotel is that my laptop couldn't fit in the safe. <laughs> I was so fucking happy. But then you go and you take, I have a little, um, I have a little like kit for my podcast equipment, my Zoom H6, and the kit wouldn't fit in the safe. So you took all this shit out of the kit and like stashed it into the safe. It drove me fucking You're nuts. welcome, babe. Everyone yeah, who listened you, to this knows that you are irresponsible and maybe they don't live with you <laughs> and they don't know that you like lose your glasses and you like found lose him. your jacket. Found yeah, you him. found them like eight months later. Found it. Well, for eight months. Eight, for eight months, they were in a parking garage somewhere. Yes, and they were. And by some miracle, they showed up. But I'll tell you what, for eight months, they weren't getting scratched. They were they were protected in a parking garage. So You literally, babe, you lose stuff Constantly, yeah, I know. So you're welcome for looking out for you and making sure that your laptop doesn't get stolen because you were too lazy to put it in the safe. Say la vie. If it's meant to be, it'll be. That's the dumbest thing. And every time you, so for the first hotel, you you just we went to the hotel pool like two floors away. And you locked everything in the safe. Like, holy shit. I don't care. If someone wants to steal my 10 millimeter lens from my Canon DSLR, have at it, boys. Take it. I don't I I don't want to live in a I just don't want to live in a world where I have to lock everything up in a safe. The point is you're supposed to lock up your passports and extra cash anyway. No matter what. That's just what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to walk around with all your cash on you and you're supposed to lock up your passport. Well, just I for walked around in case you get robbed on the street. I walked That's around with all my cash on me. So, so the if you want to find is, me, if you're going to be putting your passport and your cash in the safe anyway, you might as well put in your spare lenses, your podcast equipment, your laptop. So can someone get back to me on this? What's too far? Putting, I mean, just tell me what's too far. Do you need to put the camera in the safe? I don't know. I'm asking. Am I being an asshole about this? So every time I wanted to use my laptop, you put you put the phone, the charging cord in the safe. I just put. I took out all of my electronics. You're so stupid. That's funny. No, I took everything out of my purse, including my wallet and my Kindle. Yeah, my Kindle is like fifty bucks, but still, the point is, I took out the hey, electronics. I wanted to stuff. eat an apple, and you put it in the safe. You <laughs> safe locked my apple. You're so I don't need Granny Smith. Lo- I don't need to know four digit codes to crack a lock You're just to so eat an dumb. apple. An apple a day keeps my safe. In the play. point is, better safe than sorry. No, the funny part was that last night we were getting ready. We had just wa- so we, were, we just watched some football, some uh, some Can- some uh, some uh, American soccer, normal football, and we get back to the hotel room and you can't open the safe. 
Well, and that was safe. the funniest okay. thing. You're, and you go, you go, I can't open the safe. And I, so, and of course you made me go down. So I had to go down to the front desk where, where there was three. But you're leaving out the first part of the story, which is that the safe was fucked up in the first place. Mm. We had to have them come, bring somebody up. Yeah, it was like a shitty op- safe. It was just a shitty old But it was safe. smaller, so it barely fit everything in it. So I go back down to speak broken Spanish to them, which by the way, I, I know this after studying abroad that foreigners love when you try to speak their language like like i'll say this i feel like every time we try to speak spanish though they just roll their eyes no i'm no but here's what it is women foreign women love when you try if i could when you when when you a man when a man i don't know if men love women no matter what women don't love men no matter what so when i was like um uh, 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 yeah. Tengo un problema uh, con mi, and I, and I could just, I could literally see their little, <laughs> their little hearts ho- melting. Hotel panties being gross, uh, or their hearts melting for the for the PG audience listening. And um, and anyway, so they they get the guest on, dude, and he has like the whole, you know, they get the main security guy with the whole, uh, he's got a whole hotel's worth of safe keys in one giant ring. So he comes up to our hotel room 423 and um <laughs> and he can't open the safe either and i'm like thinking, oh fuck she's literally put all of her eggs in one basket <laughs> that's jammed shut and you and you and tell me tell me i'm not wrong here you thought we were never leaving medellin again you no. thought our passports were never coming out of that safe. I Imagine, thought they would have to call somebody with like a Who do you call saw? if a safe doesn't open? A somebody with a saw. You get a fuck you don't saw open a safe. It's not a it's not IKEA furniture. It's a it, it's bomb proof. You don't just saw open a safe. Anyway, the they guy have was people who are safe breakers. There's no safe breakers. That's not a term. I've that, never heard you know, safe that is breakers. The thing. You've never seen safe openings on Reddit? No, you've never seen that. I don't know. People this buy isn't some houses. Cartoon where you, you sneak into a people pr- buy houses and then they find a safe in the attic that's closed and locked and nobody has the combination. And the previous owner, homeowners didn't even know it was there. And so people who are on Reddit they call safe breakers and the these people like you know are safe experts and they try and open these safes. Safe and then when experts. they open the safes. They like show what's in there and sometimes it's empty and everyone's really disappointed and sometimes it's like money from like the 1840s and it's really cool. So anyway, uh, back to this safe space we speak of. I, uh, after, after a few tries, after him telling us it won't work, he jiggled it and got it to work and it turns out you had shoved this safe so fucking full, like it was a turkey full of stuffing. She literally shoved the safe so full it didn't work anymore. That little okay. Exactly. That might be a small part of the problem, but let's be real. That safe had issues before we ever got there. It was uh, it was a safe haven for stupidity. This was no, it wasn't anyone's fault. You, you jammed it. You jammed it full of shit. Because you you have a thing. I don't know if this is a woman thing, but you, just like with your purse, you're you're a you're a you're a you're call a, me a chipmunk. You're a chipmunk. One more time. You're a chipmunk with shit. You take little creamers. You take salt packets. How many sugar packets? I've never taken a salt. Are packet. there more than four sugar packets in your purse right now? Let's bet money on it. Just sugar or sugar <laughs> and stevia? See, because I definitely have stevia packets. You're a, you're an old lady. You're Sometimes get, you need a stevia packet. Not everyone offers stevia. I tell you they what, just have Splenda and sugar. I don't like Splenda. Put, I don't like sugar. Do I like stevia? Yes. Not everybody has it, so I just want to have. How it. many? Dry creamers do you have in that purse? Two, but that's only because they came off the plane. 
Okay. Anyway, the point is, when, once you start putting some ketchup packets in there, I'm bringing <laughs> it to an intervention. Like ketchup. We're gonna go to a safe haven where you can just jack. You know what? I, I wish I had more. I wish I was worth more money where I could just buy you a fucking like 50 foot tall safe and just say, "Have at it, bitch. Have at it." That might be my dream. And just because you just want to be protected, right? Like, would you would you get it? Would you buy uh, build a safe room in your house? Yeah, if I had unlimited money, I would absolutely build like a. Um, what do they call them? Not safe rooms. Safe rooms. Not a safe room. Room. Situation room? No, no, no. I'm I'm talking about the, like the preppers, how they have bunkers. That's the word. Yeah. I I would want a bunker for sure. You're going to, but you're going to jam it with too much shit and the door won't shut. And then you're going to have to call (laughs) concierge. Like, oh, go song, senor. (laughs) Anyway. Um, so we have to wrap this up shortly. Um, but, uh, look for, for, for those listening, I'm going to say this right now. Uh, there's been a few weeks this month where I haven't been able to get out two episodes and um, I know my numbers are down a little bit. So if you could do me a solid and share this with your friends, that would be important to me. I I, I really do love this podcast, but um, I do get discouraged when I see that the numbers are down. And I know it's because, you know, like, you know, we've been living our life traveling, but it takes a lot of time to sit down and kind of get, get these things going. And uh, we're, we literally just got to the uh, the Caribbean. Is it Caribbean or Caribbean? It's however you want to say it. We just got to the Caribbean and we're here podcasting podcasting in our gorgeous suite uh room uh, room 13c <laughs> <laughs> and um i actually haven't sh- uh shoved this um water wand up my ass yet but um it's it by the time you listen I will <laughs> <laughs> so if this is the last episode that might be one of the reasons why um but anyway please share it with some friends here folks they uh you know i didn't make it to the top 10 list on esquire's uh, f- uh favorite sex podcasts which of course immediately pissed me off because i think we're i think we are funny and and and, and sharing good things here and i want to keep that going so someone mentioned that the audio has been horrible so i'm sorry for that the audio has been horrible since my laptop broke um, which wasn't because Tasha jammed it into a safe. It actually broke in Kentucky over Christmas. And you're like, oh, geez, it's been five fucking months. Yeah, so I downloaded the new Garage Band, and I can't figure out how to get better audio. I'm recording this at um, at a better wavelength, so I'm hoping that now we have better audio. So if you're listening and this is good audio, hopefully that's why. But thank you to uh, my buddy, a listener, who tweeted out, dude, your audio sucks. Fix it. I understand <laughs> there are issues. I appreciate it. We do this for free. Rate and review. Anyway... Uh, oh, to end, I wanted to mention how cool this was. Last night, we got to watch a soccer game, right? Yeah. Not just any soccer game. This was a huge soccer game. Yeah. This was, and it was, and this is this is one of the uh, a bunch of little things that's making this a very memorable trip for us. And I don't mean to take someone else's tragedy and spin it to my joy, but that's what we do. So this was the first game that. Um, a uh, Atletico Nacional, which is the the home team Medellin. of Medellin's home team. Mm-hmm. Um, they were playing uh, against an Argent. I'm sorry, not Argentinian, a Brazilian team. Now, last year, you guys might remember six months ago, a Brazilian team had a horrible plane, plane crash. crash. Seventy-one out of seventy-seven passengers died on this plane. That was this Brazilian team heading to. Medellin to play Atletico Nacional in this sa- in in this similar tournament. So it was just incredible that we were able to capture the fucking amazingness that sports provides us that the this several of the surviving members of the team. I don't and I don't touch I don't think you saw this. I read this this morning. Several of the surviving members went 
to the crash site. Basically, the plane didn't have enough fuel and it crashed into this mountainside. Unbelievable what happened. I don't know why it didn't have enough fuel. I don't know what happened. There was a storm. I don't know. But the goalkeeper literally was had had to be helped down into where the accident happened because he lost part of his leg. There's only two or three surviving members of that team. The rest all died. A guy from the... I think there were six that survived. Six on the whole flight, but it wasn't just... I think there were some team... I thought it was six team members that survived, and that was because a few of them didn't go on the trip. Oh, okay, yeah. That they, like, stayed behind. There was a few reasons, which is a whole nother crazy story for the... Like, that's some Final Destination shit for not making it. There was a guy, but one of the guys who died, like, he just finally... He was just got press corps uh, clearance, so made it. You know what I mean? It was just... Everyone had a horrible story. And then... But here here we have some of the survivors. So you had these Medellin... The, the whole city just honoring uh, what you know what in any other instance you would hate the rivalry but in this instance they're honoring these people uh, because a they're uh, those that they grew up cheering for uh, you know almost the whole team died uh, one player uh, came back and he's supposed to be playing in his first game in 20 days and they say it's a miracle uh, they didn't think he'd ever play again and he's going to start playing in several weeks but anyway they, the, the goalkeeper lost part of his leg he was a captain it's just unbelievable that we got to witness the day the literally like the only day we're in Medellin uh, Medellin <laughs> right? Medellin this fucking will to survive in the and what I love about other countries is that they they talk a lot of shit to each other but they all have soccer that unites them and I love that that like that happens too you you see it in England and Spain you see all so anyway you've got two rival rival rivalry countries that um, on any other circumstance would want to would just talk so much shit of course um, uh, Atletico Nacional won four to one they kicked their ass uh, but it was it was all they the the whole team wore patches on their shirt uh, supporting. And the whole stadium, Atletico Nacional, the uh, Medellin Stadium, all had um, uh, the the Brazilian team's names. Like they all had held signs. Like you know, fifty thousand people in the stands all had a sign that spelt out the other team's name. It was just a fucking cool moment that we got to be a part of. And it's just part of the uh, the greatest thing that you know. The world's bigger than 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 borders. Than borders. The world's bigger than who we are and the bullshit we we sort of make out of our day to day life. And it's important to realize that, you know, most of the people we're meeting here in Columbia don't give a shit about the U.S. and good for them. You know, we have this sort of ability to think that everyone gives a shit about us because Hollywood and some other things come out of, you know what I mean? But it's like, it's like that. Well, what I think is cool is that it, it reminds you that we're all just people. And I feel like everyone that we've met has been really great people. Humanity. Right? Yeah. And, 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 you know, you can divide us by borders or languages, but in the end, you can have a laugh in a moment with a stranger anywhere you go. Regardless of whether or not you speak the same language. And, 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 and to bring it back to Medellin, you see people, much like New York after 9-11, I didn't live there, but people say, you just see after major tragedies, France is going through several terrorist attacks, and you know you you see people come together and realize the trivial bullshit's trivial, and we we need to all remember that uh, in our day to day lives that the things that divide us are are probably you know within our own families we have oh geez I got to go hang out with the Trump supporters or the Hillary you know whatever or the you know whatever it is the gay guy the this or that the uh, it's uh. These little these little things are just they just don't mean much in the grand scheme of things. So, anyhow, we uh, we'll do another episode, I guess, once we're done with our travels. But this is halfway through 
maybe 65% way through 70% through our vacation. We're almost done folks, but, um, you know where to find us, the intercontinental (laughs) (laughs) Florence, floor six, uh, uh, apartment two. Uh, anything else you wanted to add? Where can people find you? Oh, everyone go follow Tasha's Snapchat because she's been doing a much better job at documenting this. So yeah, I've been snapping the whole trip and I haven't had a chance to save all of my snaps. So I hope you saw them in the first place. Um, but yeah, I am snapping the whole trip. So come watch, send me a message. I'll write you back. And, uh, on Instagram too, if you want to like any of my photos that aren't just me, like something nice with a cathedral or something nice with a llama, feel free to do that because the algorithm sucks. Yeah. Tasha's not getting much love from her church photos. I wonder why. I wonder why your audience <laughs> only wants, and then Tasha on her birthday, she, uh, or no, it was the day before your birthday. No, it was on my birthday. Was it on your birthday? I posted the llama pic. No, that was from the day before. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you posted, posted it on your birthday. the next day on my yeah, birthday. Yeah, Tasha, you know, there was a, you know, some lady with her llama and a baby llama, you know, like just, you know, doing street fit, llama, street llamas. <laughs> Yo, you, you like them farm llamas, motherfucker. You check out them street llamas. <laughs> she, uh, the small one, she tried to fit in her safe, but it didn't make it there. Uh, we'll get out of here now. Follow us sex actually pod on Instagram, Tasha TV, Snapchat at Tasha Courtney on Instagram. Yep, I'm at D Niels, D N E A L Z. Thank you for the love. Keep sharing us with your friends. Let's keep building. And um, I want to go uh, burn my back um, at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.